Welcome, Glencoe. We're pleased you're with us for our D35 on the go, our District 35 podcast. We hope this allows you to listen, learn, and stay connected when it's convenient for you. I'm Katherine Wang. I have the pleasure of serving as the superintendent of our school district and your host. Today, we'll talk with Ms. Lori Wirth, Nutrier Northfield Campus Transition Specialist, and we're going to talk about the transition process from Central School 8th grade to 9th grade at Nutrier High School. We are also going to speak with a current 9th grade student who recently transitioned to Nutrier from Central, and with all of that time, we're going to get to hear a little bit more about what to expect in the coming months for our 8th grade parents and students ways our parents can support their child during this transition process, and what students can expect from the transition heading over to Nutrier. Lori, thank you so much for being with us today. We are going to start with the lightning round. It lets us get to know you a little bit and our listeners to know a little bit about you. So we're going to talk about your background, a few of your favorite things. How did you land at Nutrier? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I'm always happy to be at Central. Um, how did I land at Nutrier? Um, I came to, I moved to Chicago uh, after I finished graduate school, and I did not yet have a job. And so I was substitute teaching, and I substitute taught in many places in the area. And um, I was substitute teaching at Nutrier, and I got to know some of the teachers, and then a teacher actually left went on a leave and they asked me to stay and then I never left so I've been there since and that I don't want to date myself but that was 1996 (laughs) or no 1995 maybe yeah Yeah. long time ago so similar I Mm -hmm. came to Glencoe oh is that right so we have a similar time frame yes all right your favorite part about your role as the Nutrier Northfield Campus 8th grade transition specialist? I think the best part is getting to talk to families. I mean, I really enjoy talking to families in the community and spending time learning about what they want from the transition, but also sharing with them my favorite things about Nutrier, all the positives of Nutrier. I think there's a lot of fear out there, and I think it's part of my job to dispel those fears and also to dispel some myths and kind of get people excited about the prospect of high school because there is so much exciting that Nutrier has to offer. And so I really, I love interacting with the families at our events, at our counseling sessions, when they call me. Um, That part's really nice for me. And we're going to jump back just maybe a few years. Mm -hmm. What's an activity that you participated in during high school? My big ones were tennis and school newspaper. Yeah, I also did a little bit of service stuff, but um, tennis and school paper were my favorites. And how about your favorite music to listen to? Right now, I'm very into Chris Stapleton, and he's coming to Chicago in the summer, so I'm very excited. And Head in the Heart's kind of family favorite, Avet Brothers, kind of like folksy rock. And our last lightning round question, do you have a movie or show that you would recommend? I think probably the most recent one that I liked very much was Oppenheimer. I thought that was great. It was really great. I know it's up for some Oscars, um, but if you missed it, it's definitely one to see. All right, Lori, let's get right into it. And we should share that we had originally planned to do this episode a little bit later in the winter, but when we talked with Dr. Mollett, he expressed that our parents would most likely appreciate hearing this information earlier as the process is already underway for our eighth graders. So as we start out, 
Can you share a little bit about what parents can expect in these winter, spring months and why the process begins so much earlier than we would typically think as we typically would do a spring transition? Well, it, the process takes so long. It is very involved. Um, and that's because we begin testing in November and December. And families don't receive the results and the recommendations um, that come from Nutria. They don't receive those until early February. And it's not because we're sitting on the results. <laughs> it's because um, we actually don't get the tests back until after the first of the year. So we are lucky when they are back waiting for us after winter break. So then it takes us several weeks to place the students, and that's why our recommendations don't go out until early February. And then we want to give families some time to make decisions, to make thoughtful decisions, and we've added in these 15-minute counseling sessions that we are doing at all of the center schools, and so we need to squeeze those in, and so everything's due at the end of February, and those are course selections. Now, that might seem very early for choosing courses for the next year, but the courses that that families choose help dictate how many courses there are at Nutrier. Your offerings. Yes. So our offerings are impacted by how many students sign up for different courses. And so we have to make shifts if to if a lot of kids sign up for one class and not as many for another. And so then we make those decisions in the spring. Then we run all the schedules through the computer, and that's why families don't get them until the end of July or early August, because it takes that much time to fix conflicts and make sure that all the schedules and classes are balanced as well, because we can't have 40 in one class and 20 in another. And so there's a lot that goes into preparing those schedules to be sent to families in early August. And it's it's a very long process, and I understand that it takes a lot of patience. So, Laura, you referenced which we are soon having the the conferences Mm -hmm. with the parents and the eighth grade student. And then that's where they're working with your team member to think about that course selection. What, what advice do you give for parents and students when they're saying, which, which courses should I take? Which level should I take freshman Mm -hmm. year? Well, so I think the most important thing about those conferences is that the students are there. Um, It makes a huge difference um, when you talk to the students. And the first thing that we always want to ask is to the student is, what do you want to take? Like, what are your interests? Now, you can't choose everything freshman year. You don't have a ton of freedom. But when you do have choice, we really want students to pick something that they like. And particularly with their elective, they have some choice with science. They should pick something that interests them. That would be my number one. And another piece of advice I would say, and I think most of us agree, maybe be a little bit conservative in choices for freshman year. Um, Try not to over-schedule or try not to over-program because, look, the transition to high school is a big one. It's a new environment, and we want kids to be able to go and get involved in things and make friends. And if you have over-programmed yourself, um, it really can make it hard to make time for those other things in your life, which are really so, so important. Also, the level system is flexible. And so if you, let's say, choose a course in social studies and you feel that you could, freshman year, and you feel you could be challenged more sophomore year, you will have that option. And it's okay to say, all right, I've gotten to know myself as a learner, during my freshman year at New Trier, and I see that I love science. I didn't even know I loved science. And then maybe you change levels in science because you've learned how much you love it. 
Um, so we encourage those kinds of changes that are appropriate after you have been at Nutrier and get to know yourself a bit. Uh, that relates to your team. I've heard do a wonderful, I've heard them with their presentations of that idea. Of, think of your, your day and your life as a plate mm-hmm. and you only have 24 hours and that yeah. balance of levels. So mm-hmm. how do you recommend, I know you're saying you have to think of everything mm-hmm. in your child's day, but how are you recommending do I take a level three? Do I take a level four? What information is going into that? So what we do is we send out recommendations to families. And the recommendations that have gone out, it's probably been about five years now, they come out with sliders, as we call them. And they give families a zone or a range of levels um, that we believe their student should choose. And so um, maybe that student is a low three level. It, and so it, the the number that they see is like hovering around a three, um, but maybe a little bit lower than a three. And so what that means to us is that a student would be, would, could do well in a three level class and that would be appropriate. But if they feel that they have maybe moved up in a different class, or if they feel that they have um, too many outside activities and they're a little bit nervous, um, then maybe they choose a two level for that course um, but maybe for a different course that they like better, maybe they like English better, then they would do the three for English and maybe they do the two for math. So we want families to find balance. Um, and you don't need to be in the same level for all the same subjects. And um, I hope we explain the sliders well. I know it can be hard for families to understand, but what we want to do is give families a little bit of choice. And hopefully the sliders indicate that there is a little bit of choice and flexibility. I appreciate that balance. You've you've woven that through everything you're talking about is really being mindful of what's right for Mm -hmm. a child. We would tell you, um, no secret, we're we're living and working in a community where there's a a high pressure for Mm -hmm. um, performance and top tier academic mm-hmm. um, achievement is, we would say, valued. Mm-hmm. And what advice do you have for parents to balance? Like, how can we hold high standards and be mindful of that balance? And even like the social emotional needs of our, our youth. Right, and that's the first thing that comes to my mind is the social emotional needs. I mean, we are so aware of students' mental health and how much it has suffered over the past years, or maybe we just know more about it. It's hard, right? We don't really know the answer to that question. Um, But I think families need to be aware, Um, and kids put a lot of pressure on themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're not not at Nutria blaming parents. Um, The environment is competitive. And it does come from students also. And it comes from students coming from within. Um, Because sometimes we have a conversation with students and we're like, it's okay. You really, it doesn't need to be that intense. And sometimes they have that coming from within. So we encourage, I mean, I think first I would encourage families to try to have their home as a refuge as opposed to a supplement to what's going on at school. Um, and I think, you know, the first thing shouldn't be, how was the test? You know, the first thing is, how was your day? And did anything fun happen? Um, and I know it can be hard to do that. But I think if families are mindful of it, maybe it'll become a better pattern. Um, we can't make the pressure go away. But we can maybe minimize the situations that we put our children in 
that foster that pressure. And so again, to go back to the level system, if you're making choices and you want to move up in some classes, maybe move up in one instead of two so that the homework won't be as intense for the other class. There won't be as much to do and maybe your student won't feel as much pressure in that class and they'll be able to put a little more time into the other class that you chose to move up in. And again, it goes back to balance. Mm. And I think if students are pushing too hard all the time, they get burnt out. As do we, right? As do we. We know that. Yep. And the idea of academics and... What else are they doing to round out their, their plate? 100%. I think um, you don't talk to a lot of former Nutria students who say, gosh, I wish I studied more because it definitely did this for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm certainly not encouraging that people don't study. But instead, maybe make time to be involved in something in Nutria. I think a lot of people look back and say, wow, I probably should have tried to go to that club because it might have been fun. Or I probably should have tried night league. Or maybe I should have done a social service group because I probably didn't need to study that much more. The other things maybe will change your life um, and enrich your life um, and make you a more well-rounded person. Um, And some of those other things may end up helping build your your pathway of what's next. 100%. Lori, I know last night Mm -hmm. Nutrier hosted the electives night. Yep. If a family missed that, mm-hmm. how how may I get that information to think about what all the incredible range of opportunities that are at Nutrier? So we have, um, if you go to the Nutrier website, from the incoming webpage, you can click on something that says all about electives, and it'll take you to a page with lots of resources. You can also hear our academic life presentation. Um, you can see FAQ videos from our department coordinators about all of the academic choices in their departments. Those are really helpful if you missed any of the evenings or if you just have a question. Um, The information is always there for families. I just know that it can be hard for them to find it. Well, it's great to hear from you of of what's there and all the range of options, even if we couldn't attend the in-person. Lastly, when we think about um, the eighth graders transitioning to Mm -hmm. ninth, is there anything you'd say you'd recommend students do over the summer to help them get ready, to help them be prepared for entering ninth grade at Nutrier? So we get that question a lot. Um, and Gail Gamrath, the associate principal um, over at Northfield, is very firm on this. And her answer and my answer would be nothing. Have fun. Um, enjoy summer. Enjoy summer. Because you can't get any summer school credit. Um, at Nutria before freshman year, we believe that all our students should start in the same place. I mean, you could come to Nutria and do athletics. Sometimes a cooking class is offered. Those things are all great and all fun. But we really want kids to enjoy their summer. And so that brings me to this, this idea of summer reading. So we do assign summer reading. And we do send it out in June because we know that families are still in the school mode and we'll get our email and that's why we send it out in June but we really don't think that students need to start reading the summer book until August Um, we don't go back to school until let's say August 21st that's enough time to read the books that we have given them and to you know take the notes or do the annotations that we recommend Um, I think if it were up to Gail we would send out the summer reading in August but we don't know that many families would miss it We really, really want kids to relax over the summer and to decompress. Um, There was one thing that I I had thought about um, for parents. If you were to follow your student 
through a day of school at Nutrier and probably anywhere else, you would be blown away at how long their day is and at how many different things they are doing. They are engaged from eight o'clock in the morning until 3.30 in the afternoon. And most jobs aren't like that. (laughs) Um, Most people who are working in their jobs take breaks and the kids are really going, 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 going. And so that's why we really want them to have a break in the summer um, and to choose classes that will make it so that they can have a, some break in the evening. We understand that there is homework and that's reasonable, but think about it. They're going through that whole day yes. from 8 to 3.30 and then many of them come home and do homework. So we really want them to enjoy their summer and to hopefully reach for balance also during the school year great a great way to end Lori thank you so much everything you've shared thank you I think will help our parents feel more informed and our students who will listen to this and feel like what a wonderful place they're transitioning to so thanks so much for being with us I hope so and really my message is that you know at Nutria we're we're as welcoming and happy to have the kids we love the kids we know your kids and so um, hopefully you're excited to turn them over to us for your schooling next year We are. We are. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Last year, and you're a freshman at Nutria High School. Thanks so much for being with us. Of course, I'm glad to be here. So, we want to tap your expertise as a freshman and really new to the the scene of transition. We hope you can remember back to last year when you were an eighth grader. You and probably your parents, you had a meeting in Central School Gym where there was a rep from Nutria, and they kind of walked you through picking your classes. Um, do you remember that? Do you remember? maybe how you were feeling or anything around that experience? Yeah, so I had the program of studies from Nutrier, and it showed the basic requirements and all the electives, and obviously that changes every year, but I was fairly certain I knew what I wanted to do, but I had my bare requirements that I needed, my core classes picked out for freshman year, and I told our representative what I wanted and I looked at my parents for reassurance and they were totally supportive the whole way and the counselor the representative he was he was great he was funny he tried to help a lot he was directive and he was just specific in a way that was really helpful so you may have gone into that feeling a little bit stressed unsure right mm-hmm. what, what are we going to do in this meeting totally and how'd you come out of it I came out really relieved. I was like, wow, that was a breeze. I was really stressed before because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to figure this out. The person's going to be like, no, I actually have to take this. But he was just like going with the flow. And my parents, I asked them before not to say anything because the change from middle school to high school is you have to be more independent. So I was like, I want to talk about this. I want to make my own choices. And obviously, if you have something to say against that, go for it. But I just want to say what I need to do. So, Alexa, that sounds very mature and, um, like, self-aware. So it, it's also sounding like by the time you got to that point in eighth grade, you were trying to be more of an advocate for yourself. Yeah. As in eighth grade, teachers were more hands-on. You had better connections with them because you were at the school for four years, so maybe they were a lunch advisor or something. But for Nutrier, like, they have over probably 200 students each, which is over the grade size of any grades at Central. Right. So 
if you had a problem with something, you'd have to email them immediately or go up to them in class at Nutrier. And I was nervous for that because I'd always, from even when I moved here in second grade, I had problems with asking help with a math problem or asking a teacher with help on our research paper last year. But their transition and all the teachers were supportive and they started off being like really strong and like putting themselves in there, but then they kind of progressed to having us being the ones to reach out. And I think that was one of the most helpful things they could have done. Because now if I'm emailing my teacher being like, hey, I'm confused about this problem. Can you explain? Or like, I don't know what to study for this quiz. Can you help? They're like really supportive and they're nice. And it was just a great thing to learn from Central. I love hearing that. It's, and that's great feedback for our eighth grade team to hear about how they kind of wean you off of yeah. managing everything. Really cool. So we also know at that time, um, after you're picking classes, Prior to that, you've had your, what we call the placement test. Our eighth graders take that test. There can be some um, stress, maybe a little anxiety among among students on, like, what level are you taking? What class are you taking? Yeah. What did you do for this? How, how did you handle that? So when I took the placement test, I talked with my family, and I told them I was a little bit nervous, but we had this really reassuring talk. I was like, the placement test, like, it's there to help you other people are taking what's best for them, but what they suggest or recommend is best for you. So I think personally you just have to know that like your family is there to support you and your friends are there to just have fun and talk. And it doesn't always have to be about school, but what's there to support you is there for a reason. I appreciate hearing that. Again, to each person you have to think about what you need right? Yeah. and, and try try. To not worry about what every, all the other chatter and what everyone else is worrying about. Yeah, I mean, I know there's like a stigma with levels and like, oh, you're taking this level, like I'm taking this level, the tire, but it doesn't matter. Like everyone's learning the same information and it's personalized for a reason. So when we think about the transition to high school from our small district <laughs> to then joining all the other elementary district students in the township, that's something that can also be stressful. Yes. So you're mixing up with um, Winneka, Wilmette, Sunset Ridge, Avoca, Kenilworth. Any, anything that you found to be really helpful in like entering and joining in that, that new environment with all those other students that you didn't grow up with? Yeah, so going from 120 kids to 1,200 was a big difference for me, but the biggest things I found helpful was either sports or clubs, like because I did the tennis season for a girls' freshman team. And that started a bit before school, so that was a really good connection I had to people because they wanted to meet people too because we were all in the same situation. Like, everyone was on the fresh start. And I really connected with people, and I still talk to them. Like, I saw one of my tennis double partners today at school, and I had a great conversation with her. So sports and clubs, and I also do pep club which is a morning club and I see my friends and I meet new people and it's great also advisory is a big thing you start from the beginning and you realize I'm going to be with these people for the next four years the my whole high school experience so you everyone sort of puts in the effort to get to know each other and I have a couple people two people I think from Central in my advisory so that was a great start and we're all sort of friends and I always can count on them if like I'm going to be late or if I need to talk about something that I can't talk about with my friends. 
So it sounds like that advisory is a really safe space. Yeah. That you have strong connections. Yeah, it's a great bond. That's really wonderful to hear. And you stick with that same group of students and um, friends. They become like a family, your advisory family, for all four years. Yes. Really cool. And the last point I'd say with meeting people was classes. Mm. One of the biggest things I was scared of was that I wouldn't know people in my classes and I wouldn't make any friends, but... Central is about 10% more or less of our grade, but I have a bunch of Central people in my class, like probably five in my English class, some in my history, like it goes all over. I also, like I made, I have a new group of friends and that I hang out with in English. It's a great experience getting to know more people and expanding what you know. So going into it, it may have been more like stress, worry, anxiety over yeah. mixing with all the other township schools. Sounds like that was surprisingly a really wonderful part of yeah. jumping into a bigger group. I mean, the first week of high school, obviously stressful with the big campus and getting used to it. But after first semester being in high school for half a year, I've made some really great bonds. And I know that these new classes are going to help prepare me for like the rest of my life, like meeting new people. And just being able to ask them, hey, like, what did you get for this problem? I didn't know. Rather than immediately going to the teacher. Because the teacher's there to, like, advise you and help. But they're going to do it in more of a serious matter, more than, like, friendly, which you can do with your classmates. So, Alexa, I think you, you were touching on this before about something that when you're looking back to your eighth grade year that you were really worried about. Yeah. Sounds like you were worried about you know, having to advocate, having to step up for yourself and ask for things from your teachers. And then you found out, I can do this. I'm ready. Is there anything else that you think, like, gosh, I was a little bit worried about this heading to high school, but once I got there, magic, it worked. Yeah, so I had heard a bunch of people that I have friends with sophomores or just high schoolers that I know that the homework load was a big difference, but... The teachers, I don't know what they did. It's like their magic worked or something. But (laughs) the transition, it was a breeze. They started off easy. They gave us maybe, for English, for example, I got an article and some annotations, and we're reading a book now. And it started off really simple, and then they're like, okay, we're going to build this up. And now I don't remember a difference from the beginning of the year because it was so gradual that it felt so natural to me. So I think that that may be a big concern for some people, but it really shouldn't. And it sounds like, shout out to our 8th grade team, that you felt really well prepared to make that transition. English especially, or literacy at Central, was a big thing. I go into some of my classes now, and I learn things that we're going over, but some people are learning for the first time. I'm like, wow, like I was really lucky to have this and like learn this. And like citations were a big thing here. And I use them almost every day in my English class. It's really nice to hear. Yeah. I know our teachers will appreciate hearing that too. <laughs> so many students, not all, like you, may have had an older sibling that went to high school, made that transition ahead of you. Um, tell us a little bit, was that helpful? Was your sibling a resource to kind of lay the groundwork for what you're going to experience? What was that like? Yeah, it was probably one of the best things that could have happened because my sibling's a senior, so they've gone through it all, although, like I said before, COVID, so they had a different experience. But them advising me what classes to take, like how this will work, 
knowing your teachers and just kind of the routine, it was so helpful and being like, I don't know what this class about. It's like, oh, actually, I took that sophomore year. This is what it's about. I'm getting so much wisdom for them, I'd say, and just learning like, okay, these are going to be the next steps, but I have time to prepare is really helpful. Wow. Alexa, um, you are so grounded, and I, I bet anybody listening would think, wow, I wish I could tap a few minutes of your time. Because just listening to how you've approached the transition and you and your family, I think will be really helpful to other students who are worried about things or wondering. Um, and we thank you. Thank you so much for being with us. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like more information in regard to Nutra High School, transition from 8th grade to 9th grade, there's a whole section on their website, nutrier.k12.il.us. And we'd also like to share a big thanks to our student musicians and that which they've shared for our podcast music. Thank you.